Good morning and happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton. And today I want to talk a little bit about community and the power of community and how I am essentially a different person than I was six years ago and the community that I live in is mostly to blame for that, if you will. <laughs> Allow me to explain. So I grew up in Tucson, born and raised, went to University of Arizona, moved up to Phoenix uh, for a couple years after that, and um, decided that I wanted to go to law school. So we moved up to Denver, Colorado, where I went to the University of Denver. And while we were out there, um, let's see, we moved in 2008, uh, best time ever to have picked up and left good jobs and gone somewhere new, but there we were. We were there for about, uh, about eight years and the tide there just kind of kept rising. Um, the housing market went crazy. It turned out that if you were living on the coast in 2008, let's say, and then when the market crashed, you all of a sudden couldn't afford to live on the coast, but you know, you had a, a good pedigree or a degree from a um, Ivy League school, let's say. Well, uh, it turns out you could just move wherever kind of seemed like a good place to live. And Denver was definitely that place for a lot of people. So um, the housing market came right back up, was, was just booming. And my husband and I got just a little bit worn out of having the tide rise, we'd get our noses just above water, and then uh, again, tide rises. And it's just, it just turned into a little bit more of a struggle to make it out there than we would have liked. And um, my husband finally had the uh, come to Jesus talk with me and was like, I think we should move back to Arizona. <laughs> so we packed our bags, came back here and um, started looking for places to live. And at the time we were staying at uh, my grandmother's condo. She had recently passed away and my parents hadn't done anything with her condo yet. So we took that over and were there in uh, South Scottsdale, just a really excellent place right near Old Town. Lots going on if you wanted to go out. Um, and not so much, I mean, we were back in our our usual MO of not really knowing our neighbors, like being friendly. Um, if you see them out, you have a little bit of small talk and, but the, otherwise you get home and you go inside and, um, we weren't really involved at all in the community, but that's par for the course. That's nothing unusual for us. Um, and I think it's been that way in almost every house that I've lived in. I've known the neighbor, known of the neighbors, but not necessarily been friends with them. So we were looking primarily at new builds um, for places to live. And we toured a bunch of different communities and nothing quite worked out. It was either way too far away from, you know, a freeway 
too hard to get around in um, or you know one home that we like the loan just just fell apart it just didn't work um, for some reason and um, you know what, whatever it was it just wasn't wasn't the right spot so it was my mother-in-law who had seen something about Eastmark and um, which was a newer community at that time I think they had only been gosh, selling homes for one or two years at that point. And so we went to check it out. They're building a big, you know, master plan community with the idea that, you know, it would be, gosh, how many, how many doors? Anyway, around, we have about 20,000 residents now. So it was going to be, you know, a fairly large place within about five square miles. And with retail and restaurants and, and things was the, the big grand vision. And it sounded really neat to me. And so um, we looked more seriously, signed on one lot um, that we liked. We actually tried to live on Easton Lane. And unfortunately, we kind of had a little falling out with the builder and didn't really like some of the things they were doing right up front. And so broke that contract and ended up moving um, across the neighborhood and um, picking a different builder. Um, and so that's actually one of the really nice things about this neighborhood is that it's not limited to just one builder. There were, there are, gosh, how many? Um, 11 builders or something like that who have been involved in the Eastmark project. So uh, you know, the houses don't all look the same. And even within a neighborhood that's had the same builders, the houses don't look the same. The The elevations and the coloring and the style of the facade are all a little bit different from each other and separated. Similar ones are separated by a different style of house as well. So you don't have that like house farm <laughs> look that a lot of I feel like a lot of HOAs uh, got the rap for. And so, you know, like I said, we like the idea of a master plan community, but it wasn't necessarily like what we were looking for, right? Like I had a couple friends up in Denver who had their bubble of about, oh gosh, you know, like one square mile or so where they just, everything was there for them. And so, you know, they, they lived, they worked, they shopped, they had their coffee shop where they met everybody whatever that was was all right there and I was like well that's really cool for you (laughs) you know I don't know that I'm looking at that for me but you know I'm not not looking for that either and so I you know like I said I like the idea but um, wasn't necessarily like we were looking for it but um, I definitely was craving, craving some type of community. And that is exactly what we have gotten here. From the moment that we signed a contract and were welcomed on to the neighborhood Facebook page, um, people were uh, genuine and nice and wanted to get together and get to know each other people were really excited that they were moving out into this brand new community with an opportunity to you know be friendly and get to know everybody and uh, I just I, I love that 
we had, it, it was so fun initially because everyone kind of had, was having the same experience. You know, you'd run into someone and it's like, oh, where are you building? What, um, <laughs> what tile are you looking at? You know, kind of silly things like that. Like, um, and that's actually one of the things with, with my law firm, I, I work primarily with neighbors and, um, and their friends and family. And we frequently go to meet people at their houses. Um, and I, that's one of my favorite things is going in and, and seeing, oh, that's the tile I was looking at. You know, even now, like six years later, I still remember some of it. Um, oh, those those cabinets. Yeah, yeah. I like how you how you've done that with the with the granite and the backsplash and it's super fun because I mean now we have a lot of people who are buying um you know houses that, that they didn't build. But that very beginning of it was just really really a unique experience uh, that we all shared together. So one of the other kind of really special things I think about Eastmark is that everybody wants to support their neighbors. If you have a business and you do anything um, of service that neighbors can use, then they want to work with you. And there's a very strong pull to, um, to know what your neighbor does and how either you can use them or you can promote them. Um, we <laughs> Like I mentioned, our uh, neighborhood Facebook page, we have Work It Wednesdays. Got a little out of control with some people posting about their business like constantly, and so we've limited it to, I say we, like I'm in charge, I'm not. Um, We limited it to only posting about your business on a Wednesday. It's funny because not even then, you know, that's the only time you can self-promote, but as people are asking questions, otherwise, everybody else, anyone who's worked with you is kind of tagging you in the post and, um, you know, wants to, you know, oh, I worked with Becky or, oh, I worked with uh, Calvin who does HVAC. Um, he fixed our AC for us. Oh, I worked with uh, Billy. He built a, a barn door for us, Um, you know, all the chiropractor or primary care or holistic care people in the neighborhood. Um, Definitely worked with them, highly recommend. And it's been a really amazing organic way to build a business just with neighbors and friends and other people who who want to see me succeed or want to see anyone, you know, it's not, not just limited to me. So I had mentioned that previously I was never very involved, if you will, um, and now that has completely shifted. One of the things that um, that Eastmark does, that the Community Life Group does, is run a leadership program every year. I believe they're in year eight now. And I, when I first learned about it, I was definitely in the middle of a big kind of personal growth push for myself, trying to learn a lot about you know, just how to be a better person, right? I think we can all, all do that. And learning a bit more about leadership with my neighbors and um, getting to know other people um, who lived near me as well was a really intriguing idea to me. 
So I'm a graduate of class four and I encouraged my husband to do it the next year. And so he is a graduate of class five and it was really a unique opportunity to really get to know the neighborhood and understand about the development of it and while learning more about leadership. And we also completed a project that was meant to you know, serve the neighborhood as well. Like many, if you've participated in a leadership program before, maybe like the Mesa um, leadership program um, through the city or the Bar Association actually has a, a Bar Leadership Institute that um, here in Arizona that I've been interested in uh, taking part in. Uh, but it's fairly similar, you know, you learn about leadership, you work together, make, make yourselves and each other better, and you do a, a community service project, usually. And so anyway, it was just a, it's a really neat way to help get people informed about the neighborhood. Like I said, we have about 20,000 people living here now. There's no way one um, community life group can tackle all of that. Like you need other people who are informed, who know where to get the answers, who already have the answers, who can stand up, especially when we have, as I mentioned, a, a robust Facebook group. <laughs> it's very active. and. If you know anything about Facebook groups, you know that a lot of the negative comes out and a lot of kind of misinformation um, can rise to the top. And so it's important to have people, you know, who know a little bit better, or at least know where to ask to help others get that information. So, um, so yeah, so I took part in that, got really even further interested in how the community runs, like going to HOA meetings and um, additional development meetings and anything just, just to learn more and really got to know the staff and the developers. And another thing that kind of makes this community unique is how many stakeholders as in people who work for the developer or work for major companies that are around us, um, influential people in Mesa who live in this neighborhood because they believe in the vision of it so much, right? That's kind of unheard of for developers to live in the neighborhood, but so many of them actually do. I'm also the first elected director to the HOA board, the Eastmark Residential Association. And um, we have three different boards out here. One that is kind of typically your, what you think of when you think of an HOA, the uh, violations and community standards and all of that. So that is the board that I am on. Then we have two other boards, the Assembly and the Alliance who are responsible more for the kind of communications and fun um, events that are planned around Eastmark um, when it comes to the assembly. And then the Alliance handles more of the kind of commercial landscapes and public settings in Eastmark. If you had known me previously, you might laugh heartily again at the fact that I was not very involved, didn't really want to be necessarily. I worked for an HOA law firm for a small, small while, a few years. And boards and HOA governance both can go so many different directions, right? You can have overzealous ones that 
are a little bit crazy and micromanagey, and then you can have ones that just are great and awesome to work with and communicative and fun. The idea that I was going to be willfully volunteering to do this um, was amusing to many people, but again, like I said, I think I was just craving some sort of community and this has really been one that I can get behind. Um, neighbors have been quite supportive of my business. I have the pleasure of working with neighbors and friends and, um, and the people that they know and love. And I just am in such a different place than I was about six years ago. And sometimes it's, you know, I like, just to kind of think about, you know, what, how would my life be different? You know, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be in a, a similar space, but I just don't know. And so one thing I would love is that I'd love to hear about your community and what your neighbors are doing or not doing to make your area awesome. I'd really, I'd love to hear it. I hope you leave me a comment on that or reach out otherwise to let me know. I just really support the idea of being together and helping each other because this isn't, you know, we, can, we can't make it alone in this world. Having help and having someone who supports you just because you, you happen to live in the same area is, is a pretty impressive thing. Having that little bit of support has done wonders. I think for me, for my mindset and my ability to build a business and things like that. And so many others too. So I hope you'll let me know. And maybe if you're listening and you also live in Eastmark, I would love to hear from you, especially if we haven't already met. Other than that, I'd love to hear from you. As I said, if you live in another great community, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you'd like to chat a little bit more about you know, maybe how to do some cool things in your community. What is it that we do that I can help you with? So Family Wealth and Other Musings is now available for download on most platforms. So wherever you get your podcasts, right, you can find me. And if you felt so inclined to support the show by liking, following, subscribing over on Red Circle or donating or even just leaving a review wherever it is you're listening, I would honestly appreciate it. It will ultimately help boost the show and help more people find me and help me talk to more people. And also, if you ever have an idea for an episode or something that you'd like to hear more about, I'm all ears and I definitely encourage you to reach out. So thanks again for listening in today and hearing all about this awesome community that I live in. And this has been Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton. I hope you have a great day. Mm-hmm.